0: section six of billy bunny and his friends by david corey this librivox recording is in the public domain Chapters twenty six to thirty chapter twenty six billy bunny hopped out of his little warm bed one morning and went to the front door to see if Mr. Happy Sun was up, oh dear, oh dear, and a little pink umbrella. You'd have thought Mr. Happy Sun was crying, but he wasn't at all. It was only raining. Billy Bunny was dreadfully disappointed. You see, that very particular morning, Billy Bunny had planned to take a nice long walk through the friendly forest down the pleasant meadow through the old cow path to the old mill pond and here it was raining i'm not going to let a few raindrops spoil my fun thought billy bunny as he ran back into his room i'll put on my gum boots and take my ice pick for it may snow any minute and i'll carry the mushroom uncle bullfrog gave me before he went to sleep so out he started and away he went on pleasure bent if it rains very hard and rains very long i shan't care for that makes growing things strong than if the rain turns into snow away and away with my ice pick i'll go sang billy bunny then he picked a lovely raspberry ice off the bushes and winked his little pink nose i mean wiggled his little pink nose because it tasted so nice oh dear me i'm all twisted again i didn't mean his little pink nose tasted so nice i meant the raspberry ice billy bunny hadn't gone far just a short distance when mr happy Sun pushed away the rain clouds and came bursting forth flooding the world all about him in glad sunshine and just then all of a sudden daddy fox came running up to him see billy bunny This letter is for me, shouted Daddy Fox. In such a loud voice, Billy Bunny almost lost his little toenail with fright. How do you know it's for you? Because, cried Daddy Fox, my picture's on the outside. Ha, ha, ho, ho, laughed Billy Bunny. You never can tell from the outside of anything what the inside may be i often see my pictures on paper but it isn't for me it's after me and billy bunny chuckled to himself and made a sound like the steam whistle on a little peanut wagon at the same time scratching his little tail and looking cross-eyed now this is all for this time And if the postman isn't late in bringing the milk tomorrow morning, I'll tell you how Billy Bunny woke up, Old Grandfather Bullfrog. Chapter 27 Well, when Daddy Fox saw that Billy Bunny wouldn't believe that the letter was for him, even although it had a picture of a fox on the envelope, He gave a terrible growl and tore it open, and then he gave a low whine, as if he felt very badly. "'What's, what's the matter?' gasped Billy Bunny, who was nearly scared to death. "'The man says in the letter that he has a lot of chickens to sell,' said Daddy Fox. "'But how can I buy them?' i haven't got any money i don't know i'm sure said billy bunny then i'll just eat you up instead cried daddy fox and he would have too if mr bear hadn't come along just then what are you doing shouted mr bear giving daddy fox a whack with his great big bear paw after that daddy fox didn't feel like touching little billy bunny no siree and a no siree ma'am he just slunk away to his den with his long bushy tail between his legs when billy bunny reached the old mill pond he hopped out on the ice just a little ways for he wasn't quite sure how strong it was you see mr happy sun had been shining down pretty hard and the ice looked very watery and mushy then billy bunny took out his ice pick and began to make a hole in the ice and after he had made it clear through he leaned over and called down uncle bullfrog uncle bullfrog now that good old gentleman was sound asleep in the mud at the bottom of the pond and didn't hear billy bunny at first when he did hear him he stretched his long legs and pushed himself up then he swam up to the hole what do you want billy bunny he asked don't you know it's not yet really spring i hadn't thought about that replied billy bunny well i'm not coming up until the ice is all gone said uncle bullfrog and he went back to his mud bed on the bottom of the pond billy bunny picked up his ice pick and turned away just then all of a sudden he heard a voice singing ha 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 ho 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 spring is here or i'm no crow guess you'd wish you were up in this tree if you saw what i see billy bunny turned around there stood the miller's boy with his gun now don't worry i won't let that gun hurt little billy bunny not if i have to send a telegram to the miller boy telling him not to shoot. Chapter 28 Let me see now. Where were we when we left off? Oh, yes, the Miller's boy was just going to shoot Billy Bunny. Well, I didn't have to telegraph him, not to, after all, but I had to telephone. I was getting a little worried about it myself. You see, guns go off so easily. But now I must tell you what Billy Bunny did. As soon as he saw the gun, he jumped right into a hollow stump. And the miller's boy ran up and threw his coat over the top of it and yelled, Now I have you, Billy Bunny, and began kicking the side of the stump with his copper-toed boots. Goodness me! thought billy bunny i no sooner get out of one thing than i'm in another but he did not give up hope he took out his ice pick and began to dig just then all of a sudden he turned up a little trap door in he went closing it just in time for at that very instant the miller boy stuck his arm inside the stump he groped around with his hand but he could not find anything nice and soft like a bunny then he peeked through a buttonhole in his coat but that didn't do any good so he yanked off the coat and looked inside where has that rabbit gone he said all this time billy bunny was hurrying through a long narrow passage and by and by he came to the other end which opened right out of a bank in the friendly forest well that was lucky he cried wiping the dirt off his little fur jacket i certainly thought this time the miller boy had me just then all of a sudden Who should come along but a big gray wolf? Oh, dear me, cried billy bunny. Now I'm a goner. I know it. I know it. He looked around for a place to hide. But when one is in a hurry to find something, there never seems to be anything around. Don't you run away, growled the wolf. If you do, I'll bite your head off oh please oh please mr wolf don't touch me cried poor little billy bunny but the wolf was a cruel hard-hearted hungry beast he grabbed up the little rabbit and put him in his sack at first he was going to put him in his big red mouth he was so dreadfully hungry but then he thought he'd better take him home to Mrs. Wolf and the children. Well, it's certainly going to be some job to get Billy Bunny out of that sack. I wonder if he has a jackknife in his pocket. Chapter 29 Well, Billy Bunny did have a jackknife in his pocket, just as I thought. Only, I wasn't sure, or I would have told you so in the last story. So, the first thing he did after the big gray wolf put him in the sack and threw it over his shoulder was to hunt for his jackknife. Then he carefully cut a slit in the sack, but he didn't slip out just then. Oh, my no! Billy Bunny knew better than that. If he had, Mr. Wolf would have known it at once. The weight of the empty sack would tell him that even if it didn't know how to talk. And Billy Bunny wasn't going to take the chance of having Mr. Wolf turn around and grab him just as he reached the ground. So Billy Bunny just peeked out through the slit and waited. By and by, Mr. Wolf sat down on a stone to rest. He let the sack slip to the ground very carefully. Then he took out his pipe and filled it with tobacco and sat and smoked a while. Pretty soon Billy Bunny slipped out of the sack, but before he ran off, he put a big stone in it and pinned up the hole with three pine-needle pins. Then he hid behind a tree, and just in time for Mr. Wolf got up, put his pipe away in his vest pocket, and slung the sack over his back. "'My, but you've grown heavy and hard,' cried Mr. Wolf, as the sack hit his back. "'I'm afraid you're a very tough bunny.' after a little while billy bunny came out from behind the tree and started for home if i can only get back without being caught by something or somebody i shall be the happiest little bunny in all the wide wide world but oh dear me he lost his way and after hopping along for about an hour he came to the seashore and right on the beach was a little crab. Hello there, Billy Bunny! But the waves made so much noise that the little rabbit didn't hear him, so the little crab crawled over and pinched Billy Bunny on the left hind toe and said, Why don't you answer a fellow? Well, just then a great big whale swam up to the shore and said, get on my back little rabbit and take a sail and would you believe it billy bunny wasn't the least bit afraid he hopped on the whale's back and sat down on the little seat then away went the whale with a swish of his tail as fast as he otter, right over the water all foamy and green If a bad submarine should torpedo the whale, I hope Billy Bunny won't haul down the sail. P.S. I'll try to send the next story by wireless so you can read what Billy Bunny does on the big blue sea. Chapter 30 Well, the whale and Billy Bunny had a lovely time out on the big blue ocean and as no submarine came near them nothing happened until all of a sudden the whale ran on a coral reef where there were three pretty mermaids combing their long hair with pearly combs they were so glad to see a little white rabbit that they told the whale they would give him a box of candy if he would leave billy bunny with them for a playfellow and another mermaid said she wished she didn't have a tail any bigger than billy bunny's which made the whale laugh so hard that he split the coral island right in two and one of the mermaids fell into the water and got all wet then she tickled the whale until he cried and if billy bunny hadn't asked her to stop i don't know what would have happened then the three mermaids took billy bunny into their coral castle and showed him lots and lots of lovely shells and one they gave him was just like a whistle and when you blew on it it made a lovely sound by and by the whale got tired of waiting and called out all aboard good-bye cried billy bunny and he hopped on just in time for the whale is a very impatient sort of fish and never waits for anybody except his own wife then the rabbit stood up on his hind legs and waved his striped candy cane to the three pretty mermaids on the coral island shore and sang out as loud as he could. Goodbye, little mermaids, goodbye. You are sweet as a nice custard pie. Think of me on the sea, sailor bunny, so free. Good-bye, little mermaids, goodbye. Then the whale spouted water high in the air, and the three mermaids called out, Goodbye, bunny boy, goodbye. If you forget us, we will cry, for we've never seen a bunny who was half so sweet and cunny. so goodbye, little bunny, goodbye. Well, after that, they came alongside a great big warship, and all the sailor boys crowded to the rail and let down a rope ladder, and Billy Bunny hopped up just as if he had been a jolly little sailor bunny all his life then the captain said admiral bunny i guess he thought the little rabbit belonged to the u s navy if your whale ship needs anything let me know i want an american flag said billy bunny quickly and if he doesn't get it in the next story I'll have my tailor man make him one. End of section six. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.